out to me A great thing for me I don't worry I don't think Hey, ladies and gentlemen, I'm Freeman, uh, and this is the Fresh Out the Deli podcast. I'm joined by my friend and colleague, Nick Sicali. Nick, say hello. Hello. Hey, how you doing tonight, friend? I'm good. We just had a Thanksgiving dinner on the Saturday before Thanksgiving, so uh, I'm feeling the itis a little bit. I'm getting a little sleepy, but everything okay. else is good. Great turkey, great uh, cranberry sauce and mashed potatoes, so it was a good dinner. Okay. Uh, may I ask why you did the preemptive Thanksgiving? So every year for the last like four or five years, we've done Thanksgiving the uh, the weekend before. And most of the time it's because we invite people over and we have a Friendsgiving. So we'll have our best friends come over and they'll bring some stuff and I'll bring, make a turkey. And the reason we do that is because when I make a turkey, it's kind of too much food for just two people. So right. we usually do that. So we got in the habit of doing that. So this year it was just me and Melissa because your sister and Andre went home. So they aren't here and we don't have too many other friends here. So we actually just kind of made it. But we got Loser. used to making it the weekend before. So that's kind of why we uh, did it today. Plus, you know, right. when this week when I go to work and everybody's kind of like, oh, I can't wait to have turkey on Thursday. I can't wait to eat all the great food. I'll be like, you know what, bitch? I've got turkey <laughs> for lunch this week. I'm bringing leftovers. So, I think, you know, I've always been a, a, a fan of people who uh, take tradition and throw it out the window, you know? Celebrate um, holidays on non-holidays. Yeah, or, or they kind of, like, there's no government department who's going to come and like spank you if you decide to have thanksgiving like not on the official day which is the fourth thursday in november uh or like if you don't have a dinner with your significant other on valentine's day then your relationship is a sham like you can adjust it to fit your schedule you know we have brains we're not idiots here folks we can adjust things to our schedules and you're 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 living that, and I, I, I think that's a good um, sentiment. I agree. You, know? you got to do it uh, what's best convenient. I will say, though, I always feel that if you do do a holiday um, not on the correct day, it's much better to do it earlier as opposed to after the holiday's already passed. So, like, nobody wants to give out Christmas mm-hmm. presents, like, the week after Christmas. So if you do it the week before, hey, everybody's happy. The same thing with, like, birthday. If you do an early birthday, that's cool. But if you do it after, you kind of feel like you missed out or, like, everybody else has already celebrated the holiday or, like, nobody goes trick-or-treating two days after Halloween. But if you went, like, the day before, like, people <laughs> would understand. Like, two, I don't know. Like, two days after, it's just like, wow, you're really late, aren't you? Well, here's the thing. You go too early, people aren't going to be ready. But you go late. They've got all this candy laying around. You're going to get doubles. Uh, maybe that that might be true. Maybe Halloween's a bad example. But then you're trick or treating, and people have already taken down the uh, the Halloween decorations. Like like the skeleton is turned into a turkey, and you're going like Halloween, uh, <laughs> getting Halloween candy. Like unless you're dressed as a pilgrim, it doesn't really work. They're uh, they're putting cans of cranberry sauce in your. Well, your hey, I mean that's it's a healthy alternative, kind of. I mean, it's like candy. It's like the same thing. It's like jelly. I can't stand the uh, gelled cranberry sauce in a can. I have to make it from scratch. I think they both have their merits. Um, but I the chunk, like the homemade one, is very, very good. 
Um, put the cranberry cranberry sauce in a can. It's like jelly. I mean, who doesn't like jelly? It's like those little diner like packets that you can just you know push out and, and eat. You know what I'm talking about? The yeah. Smuckers. I, I, <laughs> smuckers. <laughs> like Smuckers. <laughs> smuckers is uh, Smuckers is the best. But um, I mean, I like jelly, but you can't Unless just you have like goober. you can't have you know spoonfuls of jelly. What the hell not? I do it all the time. Oh well, all right then. <laughs> Which brand? The Goober. You know the Jam Smuckers Goober. They put the <laughs> peanut butter in the jelly. Oh in god, the same that's, that's gross. It, it's. I'm not kidding when I say it tastes very bad because your peanut butter tastes like jelly and your jelly tastes like peanut butter. That's awful. What's the uh, jelly brand that starts with an S that isn't Smuckers? That they come in the little square uh, jelly like glasses. Oh man, this is gonna this is gonna bother me if I don't know I this. I have absolutely no idea. I don't uh, really eat jelly that much. But... All right. Well, at, at the end of the podcast, I'm gonna look this up and I'll tell everybody. Okay. So, uh, Nick, you want to tell us what today's topic is? I'm. I gotta say, I'm really over the moon about this. I've been. I thought about this. And I'm like, we have to do this. This is so cool. Um, I think, um, in spite, you know, in, in light of everything that's going on in the country. And uh, around the world, I think it's really important that we get this out of the way. So, Nick, what what are we doing? Um, we're going to do a draft that's as uh, cool as a cucumber. Um, <laughs> okay, it's going. We're going to draft our favorite vegetables. Yes, um, it's as simple as it sounds. We're not drafting like if you had to eat one thing for the rest of your life and it had to be a vegetable, what would it be? We're not drafting. What's your favorite vegetable to go on a burger? We're not drafting. What's your favorite vegetable to eat if you were, uh, you know, to go with mashed potatoes? No. We're saying, what is your favorite vegetable? You don't have to pick out how it's prepared. It's just pick a vegetable. That's your favorite. We're going for a draft. You ready? Okay. Just before we get started, I, I want to ask you, is a tomato a vegetable or a fruit? Um, tomatoes in particular, I think, are fruits. If anything is questionable when somebody drafts it i think we could have a, a lively debate um my one question for you are we counting roots yes i was gonna i was gonna mention at some point before roots are for the you know because then we'd be dis- in we'd be disincluding we'd be discluding is that a word it is now we'll be discluding okay. yams if roots weren't vegetables Yams, potatoes, like there's a lot of good stuff we'd be leaving off the table if we didn't include root vegetables. Okay, so, so I'm, I'm including roots. Um, I don't – I think we could both agree that tomatoes are uh, fruits, but if there's anything else that's like pretty close, like a pumpkin, uh, we could have a lively debate. If anybody drafts a pumpkin, I'm just shutting this off. <laughs> what about – Okay, I I don't want to spoil anything, but um, okay, one more thing. There's some things that are like spices, like a ginger, like whole fresh ginger. That's like a is is that a vegetable? I think if you kind of eat it in plant form, like it doesn't have to uh-huh. be ground up, it doesn't have to be into a powder, um, and you're eating it as a plant right from the plant. I think it's okay, or like as a topping. But like, I wouldn't say like. I wouldn't count like paprika as a well. Vegetable. That's a spice, right? Um, right. And, and paprika, ginger, I think ginger could be a kind of a spice too, because you can get like f- ginger. But I think if if you can get the version of it fresh, 
Yeah, fresh peeled ginger. Like I put that in a few of my recipes when I'm making yeah. like Thai food. Yeah, I, I think that's a vegetable. I don't think okay. either of us will draft ginger, but things like ginger, I think, <laughs> we're good. Yeah, there, there's like sleepers. Okay. Uh, another oh. thing is, um, how many spots are we doing? I think we should just go with a quick ten. You know, that's that's that yeah, gives us yeah. enough to get some good oh ones God. in there. And then, can I and name then... twenty vegetables? Um, I actually did a little preparation, and I have the Wikipedia list of vegetables. Here, let me send it to you. No, no, and... it's okay. I'm going blind. This will be a fun experiment. So Freeman comes in with some pre- preparation. He's got a list. I'm going completely based on instinct. Uh, I don't have a list on me. I'm not taking notes. I'm going straight. Hey, this vegetable is better. He's a loose cannon, folks. I am. All right. Somebody's got to shut this guy down. All so, right. Since you're I... Mr. Prepared, why don't you go first? Just I will take, gladly. take that vegetable right off the top of your board. Okay. This is hand this is no question for me. Okay, so for the first pick in the Fresh Out the Deli vegetable uh draft, I'm I'm taking spinach. It, and it's not even close. Okay. I love spinach. Okay. Um not where I would have went with my pick, so I'm happy. Okay. That being said, spinach is wonderful. Yes. Um, why don't you, uh, you – I was going to go and explain and defend spinach for you, but you could do it yourself. You're probably more passionate about it than I am. <laughs> I'm, I'm really passionate about spinach, and let me explain why. So um, I'm not even going to go like down the route of like, oh, it's a superfood because like everything's a superfood and it's kind of like a, a buzzword. But it's really, really good for you. I feel like it has a lot of versatility. Uh, in that you can have it in a leafy version where you just take it out of the bag. Uh, you can pour pour it in the salad, and I don't even need a lot of salad. And that, this is why spinach is so great to me, because if you saute it in a little bit of olive oil, oh, you, you, yeah, so you crush good. some garlic, throw that in the pan, you, you get some salt. It takes like three minutes, and you've got like some. It's so good, and it works so well with it, like a lot of dishes. It fucking transforms so quickly. It's like. <laughs> It looks like a leaf, like right picked right out of the ground. You throw it yeah. in the frying pan with a little bit of oil, and it just becomes like a mush. It doesn't even make sense. Don't saute it too long. If you no, if you give it like three or so minutes, then it'll it'll it it, it, it kind of it does mush. I guess you could say it it, it sort of it wilts. I guess condenses. The friendly yeah. word. But I'm I'm not thinking of like a paste. I'm, it still has a bit of like texture and and resistance to it if you do it right, mm-hmm. and it. After you eat an entire bag of sautéed spinach with garlic and salt, and that's really all you need, you can just feel it in your stomach just hugging all of your organs and giving you all those uh, things you need. Um, one thing I love to do is I sprinkle a little apple cider vinegar on it when I'm sautéing it, and that actually helps retain the iron that would be kind of squeezed out Um when you saute it, but if you plus, I think the vinegar gives it a little uh, full body character too, gives it mm-hmm. a little taste. Um, but yeah, spinach kicks ass, and not only that, it's the official vegetable of Popeye the sailor, who is very <laughs> strong, and he's got a lot of mirth. That guy, you know. So yeah, he, I'm gonna go. With he really, Popeye really carries his weight. <laughs> yeah, right. Fuck Bluto. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I I like spinach a lot. Um, spinach is one of the rare, uh, vegetables where if you have a salad with just that one individual vegetable, it's actually better than it mixed. Um, cause you know, you, you could have, a, you could have a salad and have a little bit of spinach here and there in it, but you could also mm-hmm. just have a spinach salad and it's far superior. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
Um, you'd know better than me about this, the uh, the salad. The salad, yeah. Uh, but like I said, versatile, very versatile, um, versatile vegetable. And here's a bit of knowledge for you. Uh, up until like refrigeration and and freezing uh, became economically viable, like spinach was not a common vegetable at all because it just didn't ship well. So now they freeze it and, and send it, and it, it does a lot better. Um, um, fresh spinach is far superior, obviously, than the frozen product. Oh yeah, the yeah. Fro- I'm not frozen because fresh spinach you can put on a sandwich, you can make it into salad. Mm-hmm. The frozen one you really can only just uh, throw it in the skillet and hope that it uh, warms up. But it's still still an okay alternative. But yeah, yeah. Um, like you get the the uh, the block of frozen cream spinach. Ugh. Not yeah. very good. Not the so best. St- just Edible. stick to the fresh stuff. Yeah, edible, but n- not ideal. Um, okay. Uh, my first pick, going with kind of like you, uh, wild card, but just going kind of with my heart here. Um, my favorite vegetable is onion. Okay. And I think – so if we're thinking this is probably a very bad draft value because I don't think many people would draft onion uh, at the top of their list. But hear me out. It's rare that I cook something without putting onion in it, some sort of onion, whether it's like a chive or green onion or it's just like a sweet onion. Um, okay. It is rare that like if I make eggs, I put onion in it. If I make a burger, I have onion on top of it. A sandwich, I put onion in it. Um, the turkey today, I da- I just shoved like a, I cut up an entire onion and put it inside mm-hmm. and around it. Um, if I was making spinach, I might dice a little bit of onion just to put it in with the garlic. Uh, same thing when I'm making steak. Uh, fajitas, I put grilled onion in it. Caramelized onions are delicious. Uh, you, I just I feel like you could add an onion to anything, whether you're putting it raw or caramelized or grilled, and it just – it makes that one thing that much better. And is, there, is there anything that onions can't do? Um, they can make you cry, uh, which is great. <laughs> um, they do hurt when you cut them occasionally, but I don't know. Yeah. And they make me happy. Um, George Costanza eats an onion raw when he doesn't have his glasses and thinks it's an apple. <laughs> so that's always a plus. <laughs> okay. Uh, I don't know. I just I, – I really like onions. Uh, onion strings are good. Onion rings are good. Strings, rings, and other things. Yeah, exactly. Um, I just I'm an onion fan. So, yeah. Um, I I love onions, but uh, I don't know if they're <laughs> like okay. So spinach, you can just grab a fistful out of the bag. No, you can't. Right? You can't take the bite of the onion. Yeah, as much as you'd might like to. Um, onion has like more of it. It can't be the anchor of a dish, unless you're doing. I don't even know. Like no, it, no, it is... you're right. You are 100 percent right with that. You cannot have an onion centric dish. But like, if I get a salad from a s- store or um, a restaurant and it doesn't have like fresh red onions in there, like I think I feel like the salad is missing something. The same mm-hmm. thing with like a taco. Like if I get a taco and it, or like a fajita and it doesn't have like at least some sort of cooked onion in there, I feel like it's missing a little something. Yeah, and I think the onion is seems to always be the thing that I add to a dish that just puts it over the top. So yeah, mm-hmm. you can't. It's true. You can't make a dish that's onion centric unless it's a blooming onion. I guess the blooming <laughs> onion is the exception, right? 
<laughs> I suppose. Yeah, but never mind. Go ahead. <laughs> oh no, that's just kind of it. It's simple as that. It's a uh, okay. it's onion. Everybody knows onion. I know some people hate it, but hey, I add onion to everything, and I'm passionate about onions. Yeah. Uh, plus, it saved Stanley Yelnats and uh, Hector Zeroni's life. The onion. Oh, when yeah. they were wandering around the uh, Texas desert. Um, oh God, that's uh, I guess they ate the the uh, onions straight out of the ground, didn't they? Yeah, they they pulled them out of the ground and uh, it saved them from starvation and the yellow spotted lizards mm-hmm. later in the movie. They didn't like the onion, or they book. didn't like for people who read the book before. Uh, Shia LaBeouf was in the movie. <laughs> I thought you said that the, the the lizards didn't like the book. That's what it sounded <laughs> like. <laughs> okay. All right, onions. It's, yeah, onions. That's my first pick. I know, unconventional, but I, I, I'm passionate about the onion. I mean, that's who you plus, are. You're an plus, great, man. great false publication in an age what? where false news is uh, prominently featured in the internet. The Onion is a great publication of false oh. news. Oh, it's I think satire rather than false news. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Good choice. Uh, it's a bit of a reach, but your 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 team's still going to go pretty far with this mm-hmm. onion pick. It's like drafting oh. Rob Gronkowski in the first round. You uh, you know you're reaching, and there are probably some better options out there, but by, it, it, during the season, you're going to be happy with what you chose. Couldn't have said it better myself. Uh, that's, that's, that's a very um, good way of putting the onion. So. All right. I say you go next. I say no snake draft this time. Okay. Let's just go straight. Sure. It's vegetables. Okay. Uh, it's unoffensive. Uh, nobody's going to be offended if they can't get the best choice. Right. We're all friends uh, here. If you pick some of my my listed ones, I'm going to be upset. I'm not going to lie. Well, that's okay. I mean, you could be upset if you want. But uh, <laughs> I'm going to try to be friendly. I also have okay. a cat crawling on me, so... Uh, oh, yeah. What is your cat's favorite veggies? I mean... Uh, uh, he's, he doesn't have vegetables, but we did feed him the uh, turkey giblets today. So he had some, <laughs> he's had some raw turkey for uh, dinner. Very is that healthy? Yeah, we looked it up. It is apparently like it has like the right amount, of, like the right type of protein for a for a cat. Well, that's good. You looked it up. I was gonna say like it's not the fifties anymore. Where you just throw a dog like a steak and just call it a day. Yeah. Um, so uh, what what are you going uh, with pick number two? Wow, that was like twenty minutes on onions. Let's go. <laughs> It's uh, it's Funyuns, you know. I love them. Oh, oh yeah, that's funions. another thing. That's another funions. thing. Funyuns are phenomenal. I don't know if there's any onion in Funyuns, but Funyuns are probably great. not. In <laughs> remember in Breaking Bad when Jesse brings the gigantic industrial sized bag of Funyuns <laughs> for his whole food when they're out in the desert cooking, and he goes, Walter says to him, "How are you alive? <laughs> What's the power of the onions, my friend?" All right, uh, for number two, uh, I'm going with broccoli. And this Ooh. is very close behind uh, spinach because I think broccoli has a – just like spinach, it has a lot of flavor to it and it's very versatile. Uh, one thing I love to do is you get uh, like a Pyrex uh, pan and you just uh, put – you know, you grease the sides and you put some olive oil over it and you just put a whole bag of raw broccoli and you just cover the whole thing in like salt, garlic – and uh, and and a little bit of Parmesan cheese, and you bake that for um, I think 15, 20 minutes, and the broccoli comes out like crisp, and it's almost like fries, and they're just absurdly good for you. Steam them; doesn't take that long to steam. 
Um, plus, you can pick them up with your hands. You know, that's not really something you can do with spinach. Like, you can just pick it up by the end and just chomp it off. And uh, they're they're really good for you, and they lower blood pressure and and relax your circulatory system. And uh, I don't have the same love I I have for spinach in broccoli, but broccoli. I don't know why kids are complaining because broccoli kicks ass. It is it's great. Um, I would have had broccoli as my second vegetable. Um, I like it more than spinach. Um, I like it for all the reasons you mentioned. It's an easy meal. I used to, when I was a kid, um, love eating broccoli because, like you said, I don't understand why kids don't like it because you feel like a dinosaur because it looks like you're giant and they're little trees. Yeah, um, yeah. And I would I would slowly eat the green leaves off of it while I left the stalk when I was a kid because it just made mm-hmm. me feel like I was a, a long-necked dinosaur eating the leaves off of a tiny little tree. <laughs> um, I also – are you a fan of raw broccoli? Uh, no. I know like you go to some crappy party and they have like ranch dressing and raw broccoli. Mm-hmm. I, like I never go anywhere near that. It's it's too too much chewing and that's a complaint I have with vegetables in general. Too um, too crispy, too chewy sometimes. Well, crisp isn't even a good word. Like crunchy, and you just have to really just like humans don't have the jaw strength to chew raw plants all day. You know, I guess that's why we. I guess broccoli when you're eating it raw, it's kind of like you're doing the cinnamon challenge while eating bark. <laughs> it's what? Because like, you know, like the cinnamon challenge when you put it in your mouth, it's like. It's like just like – or like when you try – it's like eating a like a cracker. Like it's just you can't have like enough moisture because it like just disintegrates mm-hmm. like that, like the top. But at the same time, it's like crunchy and hard, so it's difficult to like get down raw. But um, I do like it raw in salads, but when I do it, I chop it up really small and fine. Okay, that's good. And that way you yeah, get yeah. little bites. Like I don't like just like taking a whole like stalk of broccoli and ripping the head off. <laughs> yeah, they call it florets, right? The little ones. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Yeah, no, I, I, I'm right there with you. If it's small, it's, it's manageable. Mm-hmm. If it's too big, you're going to be chewing, your jaw's going to tire out, and like ranch dressing is not very good for you. So when you dip the broccoli in there... Like, no, no, no. I'm not into dipping stuff in ranch. Um, well, I'm into dipping stuff in ranch, but like if I have vegetables, like I rarely dip like the broccoli or the cauliflower or the... Uh, <laughs> Uh, well, I want to give away some things we may draft, but like those those platters with the ranch or blue cheese in the middle, I'm mm-hmm. not a fan. You're dipping your – you like to dip your fingers in the ranch when no one's looking to suck on them for the rest well, of the party. Not my finger. <laughs> it's something similar. Okay. And I, I think I might know what it is. I don't want to spoil it. But, uh, but yeah. That, yeah, number two, broccoli. What's what's number two for you, my friend? Um, see, I'm, I'm thinking it's going to be hard if I don't go with some sort of green vegetable here. Well, most uh, of them can be green. But I think I'm going to go with potatoes. Okay. Because, I mean, number one, who doesn't like French fries? Like, Yeah. But- it's, it's, you can go to any restaurant and get French fries. You can get them in a variety of different ways. You can get them uh, like very, very deep fried and crispy. You can get them kind of like the whole potato wedges. You can get them curly or wriggly or just straight and thin. Uh, you can have a baked potato. B- baked potatoes are really good. You can put a bunch of stuff in it. Um, you can, potato wedges are really, really good. Uh, in terms of nutritional value, it's not up there with the rest of the vegetables, but I'm going to get my nutrition later on in the draft. You don't have to worry about that right now. Um, put uh, put some cheese on there. You can put some ketchup on it. Uh, mashed potatoes, boiled potatoes. Uh, again, something you can't eat raw. 
And that's kind no. of – that could be an issue, I guess, for some. But I think potatoes are a versatile, versatile eating uh, – or food. Mm-hmm. And um, you butter them. You can put cheese on them. You can put sour cream on them. There's a lot of things you could do with them. Uh, nobody, nobody says no when there's a potato as a side. Um, and you can have a meal out of it. A baked potato big enough is a meal. So. I don't – I say no. I'm, I'm, I'm not with you at all on the potato. Really? I, I, I'm I a big texture guy and I hate baked potatoes. I hate the mat, like the mushy, um, starchy flavor, like feeling in your mouth. I really can't. I can do fries. I can do um, – Can you do mashed? I can't do mashed. Mm. Uh, so you're just like – you in particular – just are not a potato guy. I'm a potato hater. Ah, okay. <laughs> well, then they, you can't blame me. I thought mo- most people, I think, like potatoes. Or they like – if they don't like potatoes, they like potato products. Yeah, I'm potato definitely on that um, Not the potato pancakes like are very really good, but – I'm, I'm definitely the odd man out on this. I know potatoes are celebrated near universally, but it's just not for me, you know? Yeah, you no, know? I could understand that. Um, I, For what it's worth, I do not like sweet potatoes. I prefer those to potatoes if I had to eat one. I know a lot of people are into the sweet potato fries, um, but I do not like sweet potato fries. I prefer the normal um, sweet potato pie is like all right or casserole, um, mm-hmm. but I, I, I always – prefer like the standard potato prepare it any way you like uh-huh yeah okay uh so you go again this is your third pick yes i believe so uh okay for i'm gonna go with garlic for Ooh. the same the same reason you picked onions um i probably put garlic in too many of my dishes i'd mm-hmm. say uh, but it's the Italian in me, and I think garlic is really, really good for you. And uh, I don't know, garlic and onion—they both have like similar flavors, and they go so well with like a meat dish, you know. And mm-hmm. I—it's—they're I, cheap, they're easy to use, and it's—it's it's pretty straightforward. Like the the. The finer you mince the garlic, the more flavor it will impart on the dish. Uh, and I think it's just really easy to use. And I, I mean, can you think of – there's – I don't know. There's really not much to be said other than – No, it's, it's, it's a very self-explanatory pick. It's, it's like – I mean we covered a lot of it with the onion. It's rare that I cook something with onion that I don't put garlic in it. Mm-hmm. Um, they're they're kind of like they're kind of partners in that way. Um, why I pick onion over garlic? The few things that I, I'd have onion instead of garlic is eggs. Garlic with and eggs just sounds weird. And you mm-hmm. and you can use onion as a topping in terms of like a like a you can have like slices of onion on pizza, slices of onion on a um, you know like a burger or sandwich. You can't really do that with garlic. And mm-hmm. uh, garlic is is mostly a seasoning. It's delicious and. Anything – if you add garlic into almost any sort of thing that you're mixing together or cooking up, it makes it better. Um, but I think there are a handful of standalone things you could do with onions and you could eat the onions kind of straight where you can't really do that with a clove of garlic. Like there's no, there's a, no such thing as like a deep-fried clove of garlic or something like that. Like that doesn't really exist. No. So slightly uh, less versatile even if it may be a little more impactful when it's in things. 
uh, couldn't have said it better myself. So that's garlic. Yeah, number three. I like my list already. Um, but you, you, you're number four here. So why don't you go ahead and yeah, let me get started with that. Let me see what it would be. My number three. Um, so I went onion, oh, potato. Uh, this is gonna be difficult. Uh, I want something green. What is green? What's green out there? Um, I guess, man, do I really want to do that? I'm going to go with peppers. Okay, so gr- like bell peppers. So, so, do of- I ha- so do I have to differentiate between it? Do I have to pick Absolutely. one color as opposed to the other? Well, well okay, oh, okay, so- okay. So I'll, I'll go bell peppers instead of like – so I'm not picking like jalapeno. I'm going with sweet bell peppers, not the spicy version if that yeah, makes sense. So if I may, mm-hmm. you know, like red – Yellow, orange, and green peppers are all bell peppers, just right. at different stages of ripeness. But you can't uh, – you need to specify bell peppers because, you know, jalapenos are green right. peppers. Um, and I'm actually about to – tomorrow I, I'm making something with a whole bunch of them. But yeah, so, so bell, bell peppers. bell peppers, bell peppers. I'll go with bell peppers. Um, again, similar it, – it's kind of like onion. I like having peppers in my tacos. I like having pepper in my salad. I like p- pepper in my eggs. Um, you can caramelize a pepper and put it on top of a burger. You yeah. Can, you could have uh, peppers sizzle with a steak um, or on the grill. Uh, you put peppers on a shish kebab. It, it, it all works out. It's really good. It's a lovely, lovely uh, vegetable. And out in, as opposed to the first two that I've picked, you can have peppers raw. Um, yes. If you want, even out excluding a salad, like those shitty uh, trays of vegetables that you get at those parties. Hey, I'll eat a pepper out of it. I'll dip it in hummus. Uh-huh. Uh, you could have a, a, a nice crisp bite of uh, pepper. It's crispy. It's fresh. It's refreshing. And it's got some flavor. And the, the it makes it a colorful uh, addition to any dish. Agreed. Yeah, uh, very tasteful there with the um, the presentation of the dish. Incredibly important. Mm-hmm. Um. You can. I, I like stuffed peppers too. You ever stuff Ooh, a pepper with like yes. um, ground beef and some cheese, and you can just cut it open. It just pours out onto your plate, and it looks great. Yeah, you go and you put, great. You throw the the stuff in, and then you put it in the oven and kind of like heat it up and use the pepper as a bowl. It's very, it's very good. It's very delicious. Um, okay. I used good to choice. Have, I used to have a friend in high school uh, that every day, and I I liked uh, peppers in high school, but not that much. Um, every day with his lunch, he'd have some sort of sandwich, uh, some sort of juice box, some sort of chips, and he'd have a bag of sliced green peppers. <laughs> just with no dipping, nothing, just green peppers straight, and he ate it every single day. And that was the only thing that stayed consistent every day. Like the chips might change, the sandwich might change, the juice might change. He might have like a candy bar in there or something else, but he always had a bag of green peppers. Do you know what he's doing now? Because I've never heard of that before. No, but he was never on Facebook, so I have no way of knowing. <laughs> he's a bit bizarre. Yeah, he was He was interesting. Uh, How do you tell somebody you don't have a Facebook? Uh, I, I, I don't know. Because I can count on – you know, I can't count on two hands how many friends I've had. Like, I'm quitting Facebook and they come back like two weeks later just because it's difficult to keep in touch with friends yeah, without it. Definitely. Honestly. Especially as you get 
uh, further and further away from high school and college and you move somewhere or other people have moved elsewhere, like if you want to stay connected or at least know, um, Facebook is kind of necessary at this point, which it's sad to say, but like for people that you don't like text on a regular basis, but you mm-hmm. kind of like have a pretty good relationship with Facebook is very good to at least acknowledge that like, Hey, I'm still around, but exactly. There you go. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, w- w- your next pick. I think this is your pick five. This is four. Oh, this is four. This is four. You're right. Correct. Okay. Um, damn. We're quickly. Uh, this is a steep drop off. Like I'm looking back and like spinach, and now, like, where do we go from here? Ooh, uh, I just thought of a good one. Okay. Hold your horses, there, friend, because I'm coming out swinging with my next vegetable. Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go ahead, and I'm going to pick. Um, I'm going with cucumbers here. Okay, that's that's and, a, that's a really strong pick. Yeah, uh, and for there, I really like cucumbers because, again, this versatility theme keep coming up because it is important. I think it's one of the most important traits a vegetable needs to have because, first of all. I love pickles, oh. right? Yeah, I'm a huge fan. I'm a very, I'm always chomping on a pickle, which sounds <laughs> pretty suggestive. Yeah. But no, 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 chomping at the pick. Yeah, um, I love pickles. Um, sour pickles, though. Don't come at me anywhere near me with those like sweet pickles, the bread and butter ones. Oh, disgusting. Um, but also, have you ever uh, just like? sliced cucumbers like very thin and got some lemon and put it in like a, a a pitcher of water it's cucumber water is great it's amazing cause it, i have a cucumber plant on my balcony and i got it solely so i can muddle cucumber in my gin or vodka or water oh my god that's it's just it's still it's so refreshing I've never had cucumber vodka, but I'd love to try it because you can you get the cheese paper, or the the cheese yeah. paper. Yeah, that's how you flavor vodka. You basically, um, I think it's cheese paper, but you put that the ingredient with which with which flavor you want to impart onto the vodka, and you essentially put it in the cheese paper. You tie it up and you soak it in the vodka for a week. And then the vodka will have that flavor. Like, that's how they do the pinnacle vodka. Oh, that's really uh-huh. interesting. I've never yeah, done that before. That sounds cool. You should definitely do it. People do it with mint, tea. Uh, you can do it with, like, orange rinds, lemon uh, rinds. Uh, people do it with cucumbers. Uh, yeah. Because that's definitely what I do with, with my drinks that I have here because I have a giant mint plant and a cucumber plant. So I always mm-hmm. put the cucumber and the mint in my gin or my vodka and you kind yeah. of just muddle it up and put it in there. And that it's, uh, it, it, it's lovely. It's refreshing. Um, so I'll admit I overlooked the uh, pickle aspect of cucumbers. Yeah. Uh, man, that was a wasted opportunity there. I think if I would have <laughs> thought of that and I like the bread, the uh, bread and butter pickles. Oh, uh, I think they're fine. I, you you got to be in the mood. I, I, I prefer the others. But um, it, when you put pickles in the conversation, and obviously you do because it's the, the exact same thing. Uh, yeah, cucumbers I think probably went underdrafted on a draft. I think that this is a steal here. Um, 
cucumber. It's ha- it's loved for its subtle sweet flavor and its versatility as a pickling option. Okay, Nick, you're number four. Um, cucumber was the next on my list, but alas, you uh, you took it on right from under me. Uh, I'm gonna have to go with uh, green beans. Maybe okay. maybe a surprising pick for some. Um, but I, I like string or string beans, green beans, whatever you want to call them. Um, you buy them fresh. I don't like the frozen crap. Um, but I just I like it as a side. It's good as a side with almost any sort of uh, protein. So whether it's fish or steak or chicken or turkey, if you have um, green beans, you put them in some olive oil, uh, put garlic or garlic powder in there, a little bit of salt, a little bit of pepper. And you fry them up real quick. Uh, it gets really, really tasty, and it goes with e- everything. You could also put some Parmesan cheese on there and bread them a little bit and put them in the oven and bake them a bit. Or you could boil them and just make it easy like that, throw them in, leave them, boil them, and they're nice and steamed. Um, I just – I like green beans a lot. It's one of the best side dishes you could have uh, and uh, it's it's delicious. It kind of takes the flavor of some of the other stuff you put on it, um, but it's got the nice crisp uh, bite to it that I enjoy. I hate string beans. Really? I really do. I really can't stand them. I don't know why, but that's that's up there with the least favorite vegetables. I really, really don't know what the hell to do with them. Um, have you ever had them with, like, cranberry or raspberries <laughs> yeah. on there? I, I love it. I do that so much. I've I've really tried to like it because my every one of my family members loves string beans, and they serve them every which way, and I just can't do them. They're I, so fun! Just, you got to snap the ends of them off and stuff. Ugh, it's so ugh. fun! Oh, I, I love green beans, but okay, like that's fine. Bitter and hard, and I don't know. You don't have to like them. It's fine. Vegetables are like polarizing. Uh, there's a, a lot of people ha- just have vegetables that they hate. I have plenty of them that like I just I would never eat. So. Isn't that kind of interesting though? But like, there are just vegetables that you find good, and then there's just somebody who you like and has similar tastes in other things, but they just cannot stand that vegetable. Yeah, like uh, it's it's difficult for me because Melissa like really dislikes onions, so like, oh, yeah. it's hard for me to cook with onion when we're sharing something. Like if I'm making something, I have to make sure that if there's onion in it, that it's kind of separate or that it's uh-huh. not like big chunks that she's getting on her plate. But like, I don't, like if I make Chinese food, I love having the onion in there, and I just can't have. Uh, I, I just like kind of have to keep it separate. Okay, uh, that's that's a that 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 seems like it'd be a little bit um, kind of obnoxious, con- constantly having to mm. amend and avoid it. But no, it's fine. I mean, she's good with it. Uh, it's just I have to kind of make sure I don't overdo it. Yeah, because I would. Yeah. Um, uh-huh, you would. Okay. Brian. So, oh, go I was ahead. Go say, ahead. Um, it's kind of interesting. Your brother uh, hates broccoli, oh. and you you love it. I so it's, it's just even the same upbringing, just I guess your biologies are different. Well, Brian used to be very picky uh, when he, he, he still was is. growing up. And he still is, but he eats a lot more now. But uh-huh. he didn't really eat anything except for eggs, chicken, and cereal up until he was about 16. So he missed, like, the developmental stages where, like, you kind of, as, like, a kid, decide, okay, this vegetable actually isn't this bad or, like, this one's terrible. Like, Brian just, like, hated anything that was green. Yeah. Uh, living with him for four years, you can see some of that 
um, attachment to the chicken, the eggs, and <laughs> the cereal. And the rice. And the rice. He likes, he likes chicken products and grain. His, you know what he can do for a meal, and it just really, I can't, I can't imagine doing this. He'll, he'll scramble six eggs, <laughs> but with, with no salt or pepper, and he'll just cook a cup of white rice and just mix the two together and just eat it as a meal. It's unbelievable. The most flavorless meal I, I could think of. So uh, we did that growing up. Um, we had that a lot. My mom would make a Spanish omelet, which is an egg with potato and ham. It's like in an omelet form. Yeah, and then, we'd, ha- and then we'd have like a ton of rice with it. So it, like as a quick alternative, instead she'd just make scrambled eggs and rice. So usually we have cheese in our scrambled eggs. And and you put a little bit of pepper on the rice and salt. But we, my family generally doesn't put salt or pepper in our eggs. That's essential, though. You need salt, pepper, cheese, and a, a dash of. Uh... Well, in our scrambled eggs, I would I would uh-huh. say, um, in in our normal eggs, like if I'm doing like a sunny side up, not a sunny side up, like an over easy egg, I put a little bit of salt, uh, pepper on there, and then if I have an omelet, I don't put the salt or pepper because I have a bunch of stuff like onion and peppers and um, like uh, chives and things like that in there. Uh huh. I know this is a. This is quickly becoming the Bash Brian and his, his culinary taste podcast. But I really want to keep. There's this one thing that he does. Um, he oh yeah he he'll try to put cinnamon on like every dish for no reason. <laughs> so he'll be making like pan roasted chicken with rosemary and garlic, and he's like, you know what, make this dish. So he grabs some cinnamon, <laughs> and he, he's created his own recipe: the cinnamon chicken. And I don't see that working at all. I've never ha- seen him do that. Uh, You've never his, seen the cinnamon, cinnamon must chicken. Must be a, a new post me graduating FSU uh, addition <laughs> to his uh, repertoire of cooking. I've also never really seen him cook anything but eggs. So he, you know, he's he's not exactly a gourmand, but he he knows his way around the kitchen. Uh, it's not like he'd burn the house down. Okay. But it's just it's just kind of funny watching him decide to put um, cinnamon on like broccoli. And it, it, uh, it, I always get a kick out of it. I just, I remember going home from uh, college, and I, so I never really realized this when I was in high school growing up. Like I knew, but I didn't really comprehend it. But then when I would come back from college, I'd go, I'd go home, and I'd open the drawer, and I'd see that my mom would have like eight boxes of frosted mini wheats in the cupboard, <laughs> and it's because Brian would come downstairs. Like as like a junior or senior in college, and he'd wake up in the morning and eat three bowls of mini wheats for breakfast, <laughs> and then there was only one bowl left in the box that he would eat when he'd come home from school. So he'd actually eat a box of cereal a day. You mean a senior in high school? Yes, as a senior and okay. like a junior in high school. So he would um, eat like a box, if not more, of uh, mini frosted mini wheats a day. So my mom would have to, like, keep the whole house stocked because stocked. if she didn't have, like, four boxes there, like, he'd be out of cereal in, like, a day and a half. <laughs> you know, Nick, I got to tell you, I, um, I've seen this. <laughs> in, 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 we lived uh, together for um, sophomore, junior, and senior year of college. And for um, sophomore and junior year, he would do that. He would take down an entire box in 10 minutes. 
and then he would it's sit. Absurd. It it is just it is just an an unholy just <laughs> a perversion of what cereal was meant to be, and like what and a circus. Have like the whole gallon of milk with it, right? And the Surgeon General can just go fuck himself because Brian is eating. Like I don't know if mini wheats are good for you, I, I, but here's what would happen: he'd take a whole box down in ten minutes. He'd go sit on the couch and just go, "Oh, that wasn't a good idea." And he, and he would do that like once a week. And every time he'd go to the couch and he'd be like looking up fantasy stats and just groaning and like, "Dude, what's wrong?" It's like uh, I don't feel good. Like maybe you shouldn't have eaten a whole box of mini wheats in ten minutes. Uh, and actually, I think senior year of college, he stopped. Because he oh he's also lactose intolerant. He is so so he used to have the lactose pills, and this is what I, I was going to get to. This also what, the Beano, right? Uh, it's not necessarily Beano, I don't think, or at least it wasn't uh, when I was growing up. But um, but my mom for a while, because he was lactose intolerant, and he didn't have the lactose pills. We would have to buy the soy milk instead Ugh. of the uh, skim or normal milk. And because it was the soy milk, it's like four dollars for like a half carton instead of like mm-hmm. the two fifty for the gallon yeah. of milk. So we'd have yeah. to have like to go with the eight boxes of cereal. She'd have to buy like two things of milk of soy milk from the store like every <laughs> other day. So like our, our house always had like two or three cartons of soy milk in it, and like he'd go through it in a day and a half. Uh no, and and milk, milk is one of those things where if you weren't lactose intolerant, you you couldn't eat four like a whole box of cereals worth of milk and feel okay. No, no, like definitely not. Have Have you heard of a GoMad the diet? Um, I, it sounds familiar for some reason. I don't know why though. Well, okay, so GoMad is an acronym: G O M A D. And it's gallon of milk a day. <laughs> okay, no, I, I didn't know what that was. And it's it's for um, like a powerlifting diet if you're trying to put a lot of mass on and like gain strength. And I, you know, I'm in the gym a lot, so I'm I got my ear to the ground on these type of things. He's getting the and- milk. <laughs> I can't imagine drinking a gallon of milk a day, and that's a, that's about what you're having when you have a whole box of mini wheats. You know, we're probably going to have to move on just in the interest of time. But <laughs> um, if I had a dollar for every time I'd come downstairs in the morning, and Brian would be shirtless, just shoving mini wheats into his <laughs> mouth, like on his computer, looking up fantasy baseball stats, I'd be a very rich man. All right, so I think it's your pick. Um, I think I just went green bean, correct? Yeah, so I'm number five, so this is like halfway through. Oh, boy. We might have to cut it a little short. <laughs> you want to just call it a, a cool seven? Yeah, let's, we'll, we'll keep going. We'll stop when we stop. All right. Um, okay. All right. Um, just this is uh, this is definitely a, a good pick. I'm going tomato here. Are we because- going to decide that tomatoes counted? The government of the United States of America considers tomato a vegetable, so... Didn't we just talk I mean, about it in the intro <laughs> that we were calling it a fruit? I don't know. It was like 50 minutes ago. I can't quite remember. Okay, fuck it, I, man. I would have drafted tomato, like, first overall. <laughs> okay, it's not draft eligible. Yeah, fuck that. Okay. Um, Supplementary draft. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. 
Well, there's like I'm looking at this list and there's just tons of stuff that just doesn't make any sense. Like, you know, my favorite vegetable, uh good King Henry. <laughs> what? That's a vegetable? <laughs> good King Henry is a vegetable grown in cottage gardens for hundreds of years. It is rarely grown and now considered more as a weed. Well. <laughs> okay, that doesn't count. All right. In all seriousness, however, <laughs> uh, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to pick Brussels sprouts. And this might be a controversial pick. Um, huh, interesting. But ever since I found out um, in the joy of cooking or joy of cooking – uh, whichever you prefer, there's a recipe for Brussels sprouts where essentially what you do is you kind of cut them in half and you simmer them face down in garlic butter for 20 minutes and they get so soft and they but the, but the bottoms are like a crispy fried mm-hmm. but but the the rest of them is just a it's a it's they still have like a, a resistance to them so it's not mushy but it's not like um, crunchy like Brussels sprouts often are. Um, and Brussels sprouts go really great with potatoes. Um, and I like potato wedges that are, are, you know, roasted, like roast potatoes. Mm-hmm. Um, those I can do. But you make a Brussels sprouts, roast potatoes, and steak, like that is your typical, like that's a strong meal, you know? Like you feel like a, that's a hearty meal. I feel like I want to go out and just lift weights after I eat that, you know? That's, that's an American meal, man. I, I don't remember where it was, uh, that me and Melissa recently went uh, to dinner, but we had a, I think it was a seafood restaurant and we got fish and I got fish served on top of like a bed of Brussels sprouts. And it was amazing. Mm-hmm. Like it was like a caramelized kind of a sweet vinegar Brussels sprout slaw. Yeah. And it was really, really mm-hmm. good. Um, also we saw, I saw an article online around Halloween time that said the, uh, the best way to uh, get back at trick-or-treaters who are being brats is you c- coat Brussels sprouts in chocolate, like a hardening <laughs> chocolate shell, and you wrap them and you give them out to the trick-or-treaters. So when they open it, they see like a chocolate ball and they'll eat it essentially a Brussels sprout. What sadistic <laughs> fuck would take the time to do this? Like, I'm going to get back at those kids this year. Just don't just don't give them candy. Yeah, I don't know. I, I thought that was funny, though. Um, Plus, like, I think parents stopped allowing children to eat loose candy, <laughs> like, 30 years ago. Yeah, that's probably true. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I, I, I think it's a solid pick. Yeah, I, I if, if it's not chocolate-covered... Yes, right. I think it is. Um, uh, it's Brussels sprouts. They're a challenge because if you don't do them right, they're gonna not taste super great. But and the and plus when you microwave them, they smell like shit. And you see people come downstairs and like, what's that smell? And it's you know it's like getting back at them for uh, you know everything they've you. done. <laughs> um, my my pick. Um, and tell me if you don't think this is a vegetable. I do. I didn't see it on the list of vegetables, though. Uh, I'm going with corn. Mm. Why wouldn't corn be a vegetable? Because it's a grain. It's like rice. Rice isn't a vegetable. Just because it's on a stick doesn't mean it's not a grain. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I always think of corn as a vegetable. Like, it just seems like it. You get it on the cob. You get. Would you have drafted corn earlier than this if you could? Corn is my least favorite grain. Like, I would eat quinoa before corn. Ugh. Quinoa's not bad. 
Okay, well then, if you wouldn't have drafted corn by now, then I'm going to draft corn. Fucking take corn, the I'm grain. corn, it's good. I like corn on the cob. I like it grilled. I like it boiled. Mm-hmm. I like corn straight. I like baby corn in uh, Chinese food. The corn mixed in a taco. Uh, corn is a different vegetable. Baby corn is? Yeah, it's not like small juvenile corn. It's it's actually a different vegetable. Oh well, that's that's fine. Um, if you don't if you don't want to give picking. me if you don't want to give me baby corn, then that's fine. I'll take all yeah. the other corn. Yeah, well, that's two. You can't get two for one in your picks. All right, all right, all right. That's fine. Uh, so if you're not excited about corn, then go ahead, take your next pick. Uh, no, no, no. Uh, about corn, like, have you ever been to? It's not really popular in South Florida, but if you've ever been to like a farm, like a harvest farm, like during fall, yeah, around... I lived in Minnesota. Right, all there so was was corn, the corn mazes, and the pumpkin picking, and the candied apples. Like that is something I really miss. And they used to have like you know you get an ear of corn and it's just soaked in butter for a year and it's covered in salt and it's hot and you like get a thing of foil around it and that is so delicious but um i just uh, corn's another one of those things where i just end up chewing a whole lot and i always get it stuck in between my teeth yeah and corn like it's just hard to chew and i don't know it's it's okay it's i mean corn's it's 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 nothing special. I don't know why you'd pick it five. And it's not even a vegetable. It's a grain. So <laughs> I'm still uh, going to be submitting this to the uh, commissioner and to see what he says. Okay, okay, that's you, that's fine. Go ahead. What if you if you got something better than corn? Go right ahead. Okay, my number six pick for this vegetable draft. Better not it, fucking say arugula. Frogula, no. Ugh. All those like garnishes on your plate <laughs> when you when you get food at a diner, like kale. kale. That's not that's not for eating. For eating. Um I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna pick um garbanzo beans. Ugh, we're picking beans as fruit now or vegetables. Oh, fuck off. Alright. No, that's fine. fine, fine. No, you gave me corn, I'll give you beans. <laughs> um, they are potted vegetables, and that's what string beans are. They're beans. <laughs> I guess you're right, <laughs> but they're green. There's a difference. Well, fucking give me a uh, food coloring. It's... <laughs> Is your next pick gonna be water chestnuts? That's on the list. <laughs> All right, other, go I, have, ahead. I have other gourds here ready to go. <laughs> No, uh, I love garbanzo beans for hummus. I'm a hummus freak. Mm, hummus okay. is great. Hummus is amazing. <laughs> so listen to this. This is all I'm going to really say about hummus. I love it. My dad comes home, and he is like a big fan of eating these obscure foods and grains just like so he can be cool. And, and um, you know, there's no way around that. He loves to do that. So he comes home with this like yellow lentil hummus. Right, mm-hmm. and I go, Dad, you know, why are you reinventing the wheel here? Just get regular hummus. And he's like, Oh yeah, like you know, like being obnoxious, like it's delicious, baby. I love this stuff. So he gets a big scoop of it on a chip and eats it, and like he's eating a few of them, and we're just talking about our day or what have you. And he goes, This is disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> and it's been sitting in our fridge for I think two weeks, untouched. Uh. 
So don't don't try to reinvent the wheel here. Just stick with a garbanzo bean hummus. Mm-hmm. The Mediterraneans have been doing it for thousands of years. I love I love uh, are chickpeas and uh, garbanzo the same thing? I'm not sure if they are. To be completely honest, I I want to say yes. Because um, I know people say hummus is made of garbanzo beans. People all say hummus is made of chickpeas, so I assume it is. But okay, uh, fact checking. Yes, it is. Okay. The chickpea or chickpea, two words, is a legume from the Middle East, seven thousand five hundred years uh, in history. They they they've had it earliest recorded. Um, it's the same thing. Well, um, do you like? So obviously, you said to stick with just the straight Mediterranean. Um, are you a fan of like the red pepper hummus or like the roasted garlic hummus varieties? That they yeah, have? yeah. Um, the thing about the lentil hummus, Nick, is that it was like lentil the, based. Yes, exactly. I love when they add um, little flavor uh, thingamajigs. I don't know what you'd call it, but yeah, like you have hummus in the center. You've got some other ingredient, and that gives it a different, you know, like you have like the roasted flavor. pine nuts or the yeah. I, I, I like love those the, a lot. If, if we're referring to Sabra uh, brand hummus, I love, love, love the pine nut one. <laughs> that one's great. I think it's the it, it's the best of the flavors. I usually go the red pepper if I'm going. Um, not necessarily with Sabra. I, I switch it up. I go pine nut. But um, if I have to go with a brand that isn't Sabra, most of the time I go with the red pepper variety. Yeah. Um, you can get, and this is a heads up to all our listeners too. You can get um, a really good deal on hummus at like wholesale clubs, like Costco. You get a Sabra like family size hummus um, for ridiculously cheap, like the same price you get for the eight ounce size at the deli at the supermarket. Um, so the only problem with that, and maybe it's just because me and Melissa lived, it's just two people. Um, but I always feel like if you get the big thing of hummus, it goes bad. Um, because I, I do like hummus, and if you're a hummus fanatic, like it seems like you are, I could understand if you like could finish a thing of hummus in one sitting, and I sure have. But a lot of the times, I'll eat hummus for like a day or two, and if it's that if it's too big of a container, then I won't have it for like a week, and then it'll kind of go bad. Yeah, uh, and. That goes without saying, I think, for any, like, large size perishable. Right. If you don't like it a lot and you get the uh, wholesale size, it's going to end up going bad. But uh, you know me. I remember we'd sit in your backyard back in the day and we'd just come back from the supermarket and I'd get the family <laughs> size hummus and knock down half of it. Yeah, it's, it's very good. I love it. I love it. Um, so anything, so garb- else, anything else with garbanzo beans that you eat? No, I think – no, I used to pop them like you know, just whole, and then I just said, you know what, we're wasting time here. Just get the hummus on this on this dish right now. All right, that's 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 cool with me. Um, my next pick, number six for you. Uh, number six for me. Um, I think I'm going to go with the zucchini. Ah, um, okay. I didn't even think about the humble zucchini. Z- zucchinis are good. They're very similar to um, cucumbers because uh, you could have similarly with like cucumbers, you could put them in like a water with a lemon, um, and you could have like zucchini water. Um, also, I don't know if you've ever had zucchini bread, but um, it sounds gross, but it's really, really, really spectacular. Um, it tastes kind of like a cinnamon bread would. Uh, so. Just, yeah, I've had a, uh, a zucchini muffin once, and I'm like, what the fuck is this? Who who got this? And it ended up being not too bad. Yeah, yeah, I like the zucchini bread a lot. 
Um, and also, unlike the uh, cucumber, you can cook it. Um, I mean, obviously, you can cook a cucumber, but it's just not really mm-hmm. necessary or ideal. Like, cucumbers you usually eat fresh and make sure they're crisp. And zucchinis you cook. Um, and it's similar to a green bean. You fry them up with a little bit of, a little bit of garlic, a little bit of salt and pepper, maybe some Parmesan. Um, or you bake them into kind of big slices. Uh, it's it's lovely. Yeah, uh, I I don't I'm with zucchini. I don't think it has a ton of amount of versatility, but um, I like it nonetheless. I think it tastes pretty good. And when you saute it lightly and you put a little salt on, I I love it. It's, mm-hmm. it's good in like a salad or. Um, yeah, it's a good pick. It's a good, like, late-round pick. Yeah, and um, I think if you cook it, so if you overcook zucchini, it gets mushy, but I still find it pretty tasty. And mm-hmm. if you undercook it, it's a little crisp, and I think it's kind of delightful crispy as well. So, um, But, yes, yeah, so okay. you're right about the lack of diversity. There's only so, so much you can do with a zucchini. So it's a forgiving vegetable, very forgiving. Yes, yes. Like, you, it's hard to ruin it. It's the beginning, the beginner chef's best friend, mm-hmm. some have said. Me, yes, namely. <laughs> All right, that's a good pick. Um, um, so this is your number seven, possibly last pick. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. Where? Oh, um, by the way, I'm on the Wikipedia page for chickpea still, and it says chickpea, not to be confused with pea chick, which <laughs> which is a peacock, but the you know the child version of one. So vegetables. Uh, I can't pick another bean, right? That's still a. I mean, you can, if you really want, that's fine. I don't understand why you. I mean, don't pick like a refried bean. That's not really vegetable. It's a. That's <laughs> that's kidney but, uh, beans that are refried, I believe. Right, right. I mean, if you, if you've got um, a bean, uh, that's that's fine. If that's really where your heart is taking you. No, my heart is 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 guiding me to a special place, oh. uh, and, and I think this is a, sort of the late round flyer that you know he had knee problems in college, but if he was healthy, he would have definitely been one of the best running backs in the league. This is the artichoke, ladies and gentlemen. Oof, I very love, very difficult vegetable. I I love artichoke more than the average man um, because you ever get like artichoke hearts quartered and they're like marinated in a can you can just like make a chicken piccata and it's just so good because it has like a fatty texture mm-hmm. and flavor on the tongue but it's not and like yeah if you just if you roast an artichoke and you can take the blades off like the petals and just like scoop them in your mouth like you're eating almost oysters or something <laughs> and it has that meat in there and it's so good you put some salt and some cheese and some bread the crumbs and I love artichokes, man. I love artichokes. Ah, I think artichokes are solid. Um, solid? Yeah. I, 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 I will honestly say I never make them. I, I don't think any I, – I don't think I've really had them outside of the context of like a restaurant mm-hmm. or unless it's in like a can. You know, it's – I don't see people boiling whole artichokes. Yeah, I feel the same way. Um, I, I would like I see them there at the store, and they're they're like right there, and I, I just get kind of intimidated. So, and maybe it's just because I've never made it before. But um, okay. when I do get them at the store, or you get like an artichoke dip, mm-hmm. or like an artichoke heart, like it is very good. So yeah, I've ne- I've never been a fan of the dip, but that's a good pick here. 
hopefully my artichoke um, cooking abilities kind of go to the next level. Uh, so that's probably going to be my last pick. Uh, right. What about you for number seven? So there's a lot of th- places we can go here. Um, cool. You can go with like kind of the not necessarily a vegetable that you can eat raw, but like things that accent like cilantro or like basil or rosemary, like all those things make a dish really like much better. Um, but it's kind of hard to really think of them as like a vegetable. They're kind of more spices. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm looking around. Nobody's drafted a carrot yet. Uh, but I mean, nobody really gets excited about carrots, do they? I don't think so. Uh, I'm thinking celery. I like c- celery more than carrots. Um, but then again, you can't cook celery. It's just very, very bland. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Well, you can put you can you put peanut butter going, in. I think I'm going to go with celery if we're being honest. Okay. Um, I already picked. Zucchini, so I, I don't know if like a yellow squash is necessary because like zucchini and yellow squash and eggplant are all kind of similar. Um, okay, gourds. Gourd, right? Exactly. Um, so I, I'm gonna go celery, and uh, it's fresh. Uh, people say that when you eat it, you burn more calories than you uh, take in. I don't think that's real, but that's what they say. Um, definitely not true if you dip it in peanut butter, but I do think it's good in dipping uh, celery in peanut butter. It's a decent snack. It's something you can kind of pack up, and it's got a nice crunch to it. You kind of feel mm-hmm. cool when you're biting down on it. Um, and you can put it in a salad. It, it adds a little bit of a crunch to a salad, and it's fresh uh-huh. and green, and it's like, you know, it lasts a while in your fridge. It's pretty good. Um, the only downside to it is that you can't cook it. Yeah, uh, well, it will hold that thought, or... Uh, I, I love um, – when I use celery in my cooking, it's definitely a soup thing. I have a really great chicken noodle soup mm. recipe I've, I've manufactured and You're it right gives us a, a sweet, subtle flavor plus the texture when it's like um, – when it's simmered in a soup long enough, it's sort of – It just the melts. Water, well – Yes, the water kind of gets replaced with the broth in mm-hmm. in the in the celery because celery is like a very juicy vegetable. So when you you bite down, it's got that celery flavor, but you've got like the chicken broth in there too, and um, it's it's sort of the workhorse of the dish. If I if I may take a bit of a um, <laughs> hyperbolic celebration of the. The celery, and plus you can put uh, peanut butter and ants on uh, ants. Ants. <laughs> you can put peanut butter and raisins on there. Little ants on a log. Back the yeah, kindergarten that's, that, days. That's, that's pretty okay. And and like we said, the uh, the tray of assorted vegetables. The celery is usually the one that people go for first. That you just go and you grab all the celery you can. And you eat that. And uh, it's also kind of the unsung hero of the buffalo wings. Um, oh, the blue cheese. Platter. <laughs> You dip it in the blue cheese to cool your – to soothe the pain. Yeah, your, your spicy mouth. Yep. So, Good uh, pick. Yeah, Mr. I, think, I think it's solid. Okay. Uh, Anything you could think of that we, can, that we missed that uh, – an honorable mention worth noting before we uh, put a bow on this thing? Yeah, um, carrot probably. Yeah. Uh, it, it, deserves, it deserves a mention. Yeah, uh, they're crunchy and you could chew on them, and they're also maybe maybe they are a bit overrated. I don't know. I don't like cooked carrots because they kind of just disintegrate on your tongue, and they get they, it's a bad texture, and they get kind of like just too sweet. 
And yeah. there's not like if you just have plain carrots, I don't like it cooked. Um, mm-hmm. I'm fine with like the, the little cubed carrots and peas that are in like a like a fried rice or something. But outside of that, I don't like cooked carrots. And like carrots are fine straight. Baby carrots, I guess, are pretty cool. But like anytime you eat a carrot, you feel obligated to peel it, and that kind of takes time mm-hmm. also. Yeah, and you're just chewing, uh-huh. which is. Not a fun like, process. You feel like a fucking rabbit. Nobody wants to feel like a rabbit. Yeah, and you feel like you like you never know if it's safe to swallow because like you've chewed for like twenty minutes. Mm-hmm. You're just like, well, here we go. I will say there are times that I do crave a carrot. Like I'll see one and be like, you know what, that sounds pretty good. But it's like once every three years. Mm-hmm. But well. All right. I, I do you have any like least favorite vegetables? Like a resounding, this is my least favorite vegetable. Um, off the top of my head, I can't really think of anything. Um, I, I, unlike most people, I do like asparagus. That's probably something that would have come up pretty close in the draft. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't mind cauliflower that much, although it's just like broccoli's worse brother. Yeah. Um. What is the uh, – there's one of those – like certain lettuces are extremely, extremely bitter and gross, but I, I couldn't name them. Like when you get – Kale. Like, like I don't like kale. That is true. Yeah, kale is – is uh, it, it, it sucks. You can juice it or you can eat it in a salad and it's like rough and gr- like grainy it almost feels like when you're chewing it. And it was it was a garnish on a dish. For many, many years, and then everybody decided to like. I'd say, "Mom, can I eat this?" When I was like six, and she go, "No, you, you know, you don't eat that." And then people decided to start eating it. I'm not a kale fan, and the craze about kale spinach is is probably better for you, and it tastes better, and I don't think it's too much more expensive. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm also not a fan of mushrooms, like per, not necessarily a vegetable because it's like a fungus. But yeah, I was um, I was gonna. Yeah. I, I don't know how I completely forgot about that, but I wouldn't consider that a, a fruit. It, I mean, a veggie. It's definitely a, a fungus. Yeah, I don't really consider it either. But I just, I, I'm not a fan of mushrooms in general. Um, it has to be really, really, really well cooked for me to have like a portobello mushroom. Yeah. Or something like that, and like I'll eat them, but like I think the texture is pretty off-putting most of the time when mm-hmm. you have it. And uh, like I'd much most of the time, if there's an option of something with or without mushrooms, I'm prefer the one without mushrooms a lot more than the one with okay so i i love mushrooms and and i i used to not like them at all and i thought they were pretty gross but i've come around on them but uh i mean that pretty much wraps it up I, i'm i'm very happy with my excuse me my picks oh yeah me too um if it wasn't you know 10 o'clock at night i'd probably go and eat some vegetables right now but uh, it's not really much of a midnight snack Maybe it's time to Try start a trend. Out. Yeah, have a little trailblazing session. You can be the first man ever to throw some, you know, string beans in your mouth. I might whip a... out a cucumber. Take a nice <laughs> bite of a cucumber. <laughs> start chomping on pickles. <laughs> uh, pickles can be very refreshing sometimes. Yeah, like sometimes when I'm just starving, I end up eating pickles, you know, like I'm going through the, I'm rifling through the fridge to hope I can find something to eat and I'll just see a giant jar of pickles. Uh, but yeah, Uh, vegetables, they, they, as, as much as people complain that they don't taste good, I think if you, you know, get down to brass tacks, you're going to find something you like. 
Yeah, pretty essential part of uh, a meal. It's Absolutely. Actually, it's hard to have like a, a meal, uh, a home-cooked meal and not have some sort of vegetable. In I mean, many, many people make it their entire diet, you know, vegetables, fruits and vegetables. I, I, I don't understand those people, but I guess <laughs> I do. I have plenty of vegetarian and vegan friends. I was going to say, <laughs> my sister is one. Honestly, if I went and counted like people that like – Probably like the thirty people that I'm like be- good friends with, probably at least half of them are vegetarians or something very close, you know, mm-hmm. on some sort of restricted diet. Right. Uh, well, so. I think, um, does that about do it for this podcast? Are we about done? I'd say so. Uh, we didn't. The album of the week we kind of slacked on. I listened to it like once, but and I wasn't really paying too much attention. So, and, and I'm going to say the same thing. Uh, our album of the week was supposed to be D- Doolittle by uh, Pixies. Um, my excuse is that lately there's just been a lot of pretty darn good music to come out, and uh, when I get to this time of the year. I tend to try to ramp up my intake on music from this year to kind of make my playlist for like best song of the year and best album of the year. And I've just been listening to a lot of new stuff or like rehashing stuff from earlier in the year. So going back to something that came out in the uh, 90s or late 80s isn't really on my to-do list at the moment. Uh, Fair enough. So maybe our album of the week, uh, we'll put Doolittle on hold for now. And maybe, uh, I don't know, do you want to see if we can put do an album of the week thing with uh, maybe an album that we haven't heard that's come out this year? Uh, yeah, why don't you go, yeah, why don't you go ahead and pick? We'll, we'll table Doolittle. We'll get back to that. So don't, don't, don't get all up in a, in a, in a fuss here. Right. Um, well, why don't we do this? Why don't we do what? Why don't you suggest an album to me that you've listened to that you know I probably haven't, and I'll bounce one back to you. Okay. Uh, definitely the one I've really been into, like, as of the last three weeks or two weeks is uh, the King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. I'm so excited that you said that. That's what I was hoping uh, you would say. Yeah. Um, their album, Nonagon Infinity, which is so cool. And uh, I love it, and it's it's a fun album, and I think you're really going to like it, so check that out. All right, I will do that. Um, I'm trying to think if there are albums that I've listened to that you haven't. You listened to the Blood Orange album and the Tribe Called Quest albums, right? I didn't listen to Tribe. I didn't really like the Blood Orange one. Oh, that's fine. If you, um, I, would, I would suggest, and since it just came out, um, I'm going to suggest that you listen to the Tribe Called Quest album. Uh, I, th- I think it's phenomenal. Um, okay. It's such a... Th- throwback it sounds like it's right from the 90s um it's timely it's an album that says something uh about you know the political scene right now and kind of just like the state of the world um it's got a lot of really interesting uh modern features um but i I think it's just really well done and it came out a week ago and uh, i think you and a lot of other people should give it a shot and i'm excited to try uh king gizzard and the wizard lizard or lizard wizard whatever it is i'm not quite sure what it is but yeah i'll i'll definitely check tribe out uh and and i'll get back to you uh in our next podcast and, and let you know what i'm thinking all right sounds good um follow us at out the deli follow me at nick sakali follow him at job seeking nick uh join us on facebook Send us emails. You know the drill. Let us know if you're listening. Uh, tell us your favorite vegetables. <laughs> yeah, I want to hear what other people think because, like, like we talked about, there's 
people grow up and they hate certain vegetables and it just there's not like a distinctive this is the best one um yeah, so, yeah. I'm interested so uh connect yeah. with us we'd love to hear what you have to say yeah thanks for listening um hope you tune in thanks for sticking around with us uh tune in next time uh, not sure what we're going to talk about but it's coming by the end of the year so maybe a couple things with music maybe some movie talk uh something like that so uh thanks a lot and uh have a good night